Hello, welcome to the Pickup WNBA podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Niker. And I'm your other host, Freddie Rivas. What's up? And this is episode 59. Woo! Deep, deep August heat wave vibes here. Freddie, mm-hmm. how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we uh, we have so we have so much to talk about. It's been a busy time in the W, and uh, yeah, it's like fully, you know, past the half point of the season, and uh, yeah, things are gearing up. There's a lot of drama. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely true. Um, we want to take a minute to talk about the Phoenix Mercury because they have been in the news for many different reasons yeah. this week uh so first of all um we want to give a shout out to shay petty um she suffered a concussion during a game against the seattle storm um she had to you know t- get taken off the court via stretchers very scary scene um fortunately her tests uh at the hospital all came out negative and she's okay uh, so just want to send a shout out to her, you know, hoping she's well, hoping I'm not sure if she's back on the court yet or if she will be very soon. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to extend all our love to her because that was a, a, a crazy moment there. Yeah, it was really scary. And uh, Diana Taurasi uh, was just sort of saying, like, it's really hard to see, you know, your teammate mm-hmm. go down in that fashion. And anytime, you know, injuries suck. But anytime someone's in a stretcher, there's that sort of like, if you've ever been in the audience and seen someone in a stretcher, there's that sort of like the air gets sucked out of the building Mm -hmm. and you just sort of feel like you can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, So, yeah, just to say we wish her we wish her all the best. We, you know, a speedy recovery and all that good stuff. Um, Brittany Griner as well came back after her uh, break for mental health reasons. So it's great to see her back mm-hmm. um, and great to see her uh, cheering on Diana Taurasi. Yeah. She hit her 10K as predicted uh, by scoring 42 points. I mean, you know, she got that White Mamba nickname for a reason because that was very Kobe-esque to just be like, all right, we're just... We're just going for it. And we're making it happen today. That's that's what I felt seeing it. Yeah, it was like pretty it was pretty remarkable. Like, you know, she's 41 mm-hmm. and scored 42 points. Mm-hmm. And sort of that's how anytime someone, you know, like there's like a finish line or sort of like a like a I guess like a conquest of sorts and they just like storm past it. It's. Yeah, it's it's just a triumphant moment. Like you know. there was a bunch of Kobe related numerology that I saw. And now I'm blanking on it because I saw it earlier in the week. Something about the number eight and the number twenty four. I don't know. People were were drawing those coincidences and parallels. Hey, shout out to numerology. You know, <laughs> <laughs> my my brother's really big on numerology because his uh his birthday's uh, July 11th, so it's seven mm-hmm. eleven. So he's just like, he's all over it, right? Like it. he just, any time like numbers come together, he's like, it's a coincidence. It's a sign. Like it's this like it. big thing. And like, even though like my birthday is October 10th, which is 10, 10, okay. which is also a big deal. I, I don't, I don't do that. I, I, every time like numerology comes up the third number I'm lost. It's like seven. And I'm like, okay. And someone's like, plus seven. I'm like, got you. And then it's like, 
divided by seven and i'm like i don't understand what's happening now you know what i mean like the third leap i'm like listen i i stopped at grade 10 math so that's well the answer to that the the answer to that equation i think is two so i think it is two yeah so yeah you can make it a couple more steps than me Uh, i guess you're bragging now so anyway uh just to give a shout out to her as well and then of course there's been a lot of Skylar Diggins Smith news yes uh popping up because you know we were talking earlier in the season like we haven't really heard from her we know she's on mat leave Mm -hmm. we don't know when she's coming back or like any of the sort well I think the order of events is the Phoenix Mercury social media accounts didn't wish Skylar Diggins Smith a happy birthday and I think fans took notice and then suddenly Skylar Diggins just started to become a bit more vocal about her situation with mm-hmm. the Phoenix Mercury. And basically she's told, um, I don't know if she told People Magazine first, but I'm seeing it reported in a lot of different areas that the Mercury team are not letting her use player facilities yeah. while she's on mat leave, which is like the second maternity leave related conflict or scandal we've had this season yeah and you know that's something the players have fought for so i mean i'm not the biggest sort of person that is that that is about like a commissioner intervention but i do think when there's accusations this serious uh you know some clarification where it's not just the team versus the player is kind of necessary so like a couple things that Skyler has accused um, the Mercury of, uh, I got it right here. Uh, so yeah, not having access to facilities, which includes massage therapists, chiropractors, chefs, strength and conditioning, nutritionist accessibility, etc. cetera. Uh, and she says every other player has access to this. However, I'm still down 48 pounds on my own and feeling great, which is a fun, her. <laughs> fun sort of uh, thing there. Um and then, then she goes, uh, it was all good when I was leaving for personal time. But when I'm leaving because I, I was having complications and scared of risking my child while leading the league in minutes, trade her, question mark. So that's like pretty, that's, I don't know. Like it's it's one of those things where if, you know, from the GM's perspective, if you're sort of wanting to trade someone for whatever organic reason, you know, fair enough. That's how professional sports works. But if the players are insinuating that the reason is pregnancy, like that's very serious. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, the Mercury Mercury replied, uh, Skyler is on maternity leave right now. And as we do with players on maternity leave, we give them their space, which I don't really. That's sort of like a <laughs> Wait, who, said, yeah. who said that? We the give them Mercury. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So that's kind of like uh, like a very, I would say non-empathetic non-answer right so Mm -hmm, i mean again like i don't want to say i'm taking sides but uh, yeah i do think it's i don't know uh, like if you're the mercury why would you sort of not be you don't want to come out against your player but you should sort of say like hey this is who we are and what we do and like we don't you know we don't make players lives more difficult when they're pregnant this is i i'm just gonna go like full on here this is just downright crazy to me like obviously there's the part of me that is just like support women you know give people the resources they need to be 
their best selves, blah, blah, blah. And then there's also just like, even from a business perspective, if that's your point of view, it's like Skylar Diggins Smith is a star mm -hmm. on your team. Not saying stars should get better treatment or something, but I'm just saying, even from a business perspective, it would be in your best interest to give her access to facilities and resources to help her come back you know just as great if not even better than she was before like it, it to me it's one of those things where it's like no matter what way you slice it it doesn't make sense to me mm -hmm. yeah no i'm i'm with you I, I don't really and any type of like you know like whatever like non-compliant energy from the mercury i don't understand like why they would do that um it doesn't make a lot of sense like i'm just reading her you know, there was this stuff where she got in a fight with Diana on the bench and Vanessa Nygaard was fired and, you know, her contracts over at the end of the season. So, mm -hmm. yeah, like, I don't know. Like, to me, this is basically the Mercury sort of saying, like, she's lying. If, if they're not coming out and saying, like, this is... You think that's what they're saying, that she's lying? Well, I think a non-answer is sort of dubious in this scenario. Like, why, you know... I think you want to protect yourself as a business. So why would you not sort of come out and say, yeah, this is, this is not true. You know, like it just sort of seems like they're letting things hang in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really know how to interpret the Mercury's uh, response here. I mean, yeah, again, it just doesn't make sense to me. They, you know, I'm happy that Skylar's saying something because I feel like sometimes sometimes these things take a greater conversation to move anything forward. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like sometimes like you do need to put public pressure on things in order for the owners or whoever, you know what I mean, to take something seriously. For and sure. maybe this is that type of situation where like if the WNBA has a second maternity leave scandal on their hands, it's like, how can you claim to be the progressive league that you want to be when this is what's really going on? So, yeah, I do feel like this needs to be addressed at a higher level. Um, I again, just there's no there's no reason for her to not have access to these facilities. And frankly, there's no reason for her to lie about it. Right. Like there's just yeah. no, mo there's just no motives there in any way. So, you know, I love Skylar Diggins Smith. You know, I've referred to her as a style icon in the league. She's obviously, you know, she plays for my favorite team. She's an all-star. She's a great player. I really want to see her back and, you know, I hope they can find some sort of resolve for this, but also shout out to her for doing her best on her own without mm -hmm. any support. You know, like I can't imagine how difficult that is. Um, so yeah, I hope to see her back and God damn it, this league. It's like, we love this league, but at the same time, it's like, there's moments like this where it's like, okay, like we got to call, we got to call out the league right now, or we got to mm -hmm. call out this team right now. And, the, and it's just such a weird part of being a WNBA fan. I feel. Yeah. This league is a fight. It's like you, you fight, you know, for every aspect of what you have. Um, and, you know, sometimes even when you win, you get a really, really small trophy. 
a very tiny, you know? tiny trophy, which they finally corrected after public pressure. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> get them. Um, we want to move on to uh, another a fan question, actually. Yeah. Um, Freddie, I don't know if you want to tee this up for us. Sure. Yeah. So uh, shout out to Ben Gorniak uh, on on Twitter, uh, who's given us some love and is a Mercury fan. And, you know, sort of, you know, maybe turning the tables a bit here on some some good stuff. I mean, obviously, the Diana uh, scoring and, uh, you know, Griner return are, are good stuff, but it's been a tough season. Um, and so so Ben asks, um, you know, for Mercury fans and for, you know, other teams that are struggling, who are uh, who are the bottom three teams tanking for mm-hmm. or inversely? Who are the top three prospects coming up for next year's draft? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I think some of these names are going to be familiar. And anyone that listens to this podcast knows me and Catherine, are, we're not draft experts. Uh, and we were saying before this this pod started that March break still has to happen. So a lot, a lot is going to change. But, March madness. Uh, yeah. Did that, you was, said that March same? break. Yeah. March break. Hilarious. <laughs> I'm clearly Canadian. Um March break still needs to happen. Those kids need a break. <laughs> God damn it. Um, <laughs> that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, you know, um, we, ha- we have a like a very early mock draft here. Uh, and yeah, you know, NBA draftroom.com has already has an early 2024 WNBA mock draft. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, well, what am I? Oh, yeah. Yeah. WNBA draft room. Um, so the teams, I would say it's not quite right at this point because it's yeah it has like the Minnesota Lynx with the second pick and you know right now the bottom teams are the uh Fever Storm and Mercury uh so those seem like the teams that are competing for for these top names but um yeah should i just should i just name name the obvious people or what does that make sense yeah go for it um, so yeah, I mean, ass- this is also assuming that they will declare, uh, and I think they will declare. So I think it's, it's going to go one to, uh, Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese. Um, I guess we'll see what happens, you know, in, in March madness, but, uh, it's also Paige Beckers, uh, and Aaliyah Edwards is who right now is, uh, that's who the Mercury are, are, are sort of set up to, to draft, but, um, yeah, a well, lot here's of the, here's the thing. Sorry, just to sure. just to chime in here. This mock draft has the Phoenix Mercury at the number five spot. Mm-hmm. Just to address Ben's question head on. Yeah, I feel relatively confident that the Phoenix Mercury can move up yeah. in this draft order. I. You know, they have been winning a few games recently and, you know, that's been fun and all, but maybe if they could stop doing that, that would be pretty ideal for this team at this point, because they're not going to make a serious playoff run. And even if they did, like, I just don't even know what that would do for this team at this point. I feel mm-hmm. like if you're the Phoenix Mercury, Diana Taurasi hitting 10,000, Brittany Griner coming back, like those are your wins for this season. Yeah. And I think you got to run it back for, for next year after that. And assuming Taurasi will play another season, you know, if they get, you know, they have Angel Reese here at number two, I think she could easily become a number one pick. You know, it's probably going to be one, two between her and Caitlin Clark. 
-hmm. Paige Beckers. You know, I think the Phoenix Mercury have a great shot of getting any of those three players next season. I think they have a good shot of being in the top three. Um, Rounding out this top five is the Fever, the Lynx, the Dream. And they have the Mystics at number four. And I think that's going to change drastically. I don't think the Mystics have been too good, I think, to be number four in this draft so we'll see it's so far ahead but you know it makes sense that mercury fans are looking ahead to next season so you know shout out for the question we appreciate it but yeah the mock draft says number five right now but definitely uh top three would uh is in the realm of possibility and also like i think like how great would it be for one of these young players to play with Tarasi, to play with Griner? You know what I mean? Some of the best who have ever done it in this league for them to become mentors to one of these players is very, very exciting to me. So I think there's a lot to look forward to for uh, next season and, you know, prayers up Skylar Diggins Smith uh, as a Mercury fan can figure it out with this team and, and come back. But I don't know if she can come back from this mm-hmm. with a Mercury or if she would even want to, but you know, rooting for it. Yeah. But, you know, let's say, let's say you, you know, the, 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 the four teams that miss the playoffs get put into, you know, the, the lottery. So let's say you get Caitlin Clark or Angel Reese, yeah, pairing them up with, with a grinder, maybe, maybe Dagan Smith is sort of like, okay, this is mm-hmm. things, uh, things are looking up for the Mercury. So what, what's true, news, you know, true. You never so, know. There's, there's reasons to be optimistic in Phoenix. You got the all-star game coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all that good stuff. So thanks for sending that in. Much appreciated. Uh, if anybody else ever wants to send us mm-hmm. questions, uh, you can just tweet at us or whatever it's called, Instagram as well, um, at the Pickup WNBA Pod. Uh, Freddie checks that for us on a regular basis mm-hmm. uh, and then yeah, asks me all the, all the time. So thank you, Freddie, for that. Hey, that's what I do, you know? <laughs> Uh, another um, interesting controversy, or mm-hmm. I was going to say a revisionist controversy, because it's like yes, not necessarily new, but we're revising old stuff here. And that is Liz Cambage, baby. Yeah. Liz, hey, Liz. has made a return to the spotlight, at least for the moment, because she did a one and a half interview one and a half long interview uh, with Bleacher Report. And uh, she said a lot of interesting things in this interview. Um, She denied uh, making uh, those uh, racial remarks to Team Nigeria. She said she left the Los Angeles Sparks because of a toxic situation and was really uh, defending herself. Mm -hmm. Um, for most of this uh in regards to all the controversies that happened last year uh no apologies made uh no fucks given probably (laughs) i don't know though that's my phrasing and uh yeah really like pointing the finger back at other people on all of this um jordan canada uh, who played on the Sparks yeah. last year was like, if you want the truth, Bleacher Report at me. Yeah. So she's amazing. basically <laughs> saying like Liz Cambage, what she's saying is not true. Um, there are other players that were part of Team Nigeria that were basically like, 
there are witnesses to this you know this isn't a she said she said scenario like there were a lot of people who witnessed this and they're basically just kind of countering her points once again and you know it, it's one of those situations where it's like you know as the cliche goes where there's smoke there's fire i feel mm -hmm. like when multiple people are saying the same negative things about you it's really hard to escape that a la lizzo this week oh like my nice wo my world crumbling because lizzo is a horrible hypocrite anyway that's probably a different podcast i just i loved lizzo and i've been i i feel naive i feel disappointed all those things and, and and just you know it's just hard when multiple people are saying the same things about you and i think that's what liz has been going through and in in addition to that it's just like to have a whole year go by and not say anything new is a little wild to me freddie i've said a lot freddie what, what do you think no i'm uh, i was down with all of it uh i love the lizzo tie-in <laughs> <laughs> um, and let me tell you, you know, so for anyone that listens to this podcast, uh, frequently, they know, um, that me and Catherine are, uh, you know, we're writers and comedians and, uh, we're in the performing business. And, uh, I will say this, um, I, this is not, you know, this Lizzo stuff I had heard prior to breaking, um, from some, some in-person experience with Lizzo. Uh, really? Yeah. So. I will just say that, that uh, she ha she she has a reputation of not being kind. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Powerful people do powerful stuff, I guess. Uh, Liz, I, I all I can really add to what you're saying is, Liz, you just got to stop, man. Because like mm -hmm. everyone, I forget who said it in this article, uh, but they were sort of like, just just do the math. Like everyone's saying the same thing. Um, mm -hmm. I honestly could care less about. Yeah, this that was like, someone on the Nigerian team that said that. Yeah, um, and and I could yeah I could sort of care less about the the kind of you know this like part of this article that that I I linked you to was talking about how she's played for a bunch of different teams. That I, I'm not really concerned with that to be honest. Um, so me, yeah, just to add to yeah. that, she hasn't played back to back seasons with anyone. And her entire career, which I didn't know. Yeah. Well, you know, which isn't great. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think also also the like Nigerian uh, team coming out and saying like, because because she was also like, I'm in cahoots with Nigeria. Like they want me. And then the Nigerian your representatives coming out being like, that's not true. Is also just like, ouch. Like it, it's one of those situations where. Yeah. So her father. Is, up. Yeah. Her father's Nigerian. And I think. She thinks that means she would qualify to play for Team Nigeria. I assume that would be instead of Australia. Which, yes, yeah, she's also left uh, yes. Team Australia. So, And it's like neither team wants her. This to me is like, honestly, it's a real... I know she spent this hour and a half trying to defend herself, but I, I think it's kind of an indictment on her because she is an all-star level player. Mm -hmm. so just from a basketball perspective everyone would want you yeah you're an all-star center right like those aren't easy to come by but you're so difficult that people would just rather not is so brutal it's just brutal yeah i mean you know a... i just was like okay she's just gonna go on and be a 
EDM DJ, you know, around Which, the you know, world. Shout, shout out to that. Do you, you think? know, and that's what I assume she's been up to. Like, I don't, because she hasn't been like on her social media on a regular basis like she used to, I don't think. And, you know, I, I just, it's kind of, it's sad to see. It's sad to see like a whole year go by and you're the same person. I, I will say this in her, is somewhat in her defense in terms of the sparks being a toxic environment they did fire Derek fisher yeah so like that you know that to me tracks but i don't think that that's fair to your teammates yeah and i think you know like even tying that into what happened with nigeria like she did you know there is video she did elbow someone and then that uh, a player ran at her um, so, you know, like bad, you know, it's how you compose yourself in a really bad situation. It, you know, is it at the end of the day, it's important. And, you know, it, just because there's a physical altercation doesn't mean you can, you know, say racist things. And obviously I wasn't there. I didn't hear it, but for her to sort of come out all this time later and still deny it and, and then players to sort of. You know, because it's not I've been I've been a sports fan for a long time. It's not a thing where players come out of the woodwork to sort of say this person's lying. And for so many players who don't even know each other or whatever to kind of come out and say, listen, you know, this person's not telling the truth. That definitely makes me kind of, I guess, like side with the crowd. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, it just. I don't know. I think in life and in business, it kind of, it just never makes sense to make this many enemies. No. You know, it kind of doesn't really matter if you're famous or if you're rich. It's like, you still have to work with people. Yeah. And I think mistakes have been made on her part. And it's just a shame because again, like it would be amazing to see her in this league. Like, the first year that we started this podcast seeing yeah it was liz my favorite Cam- player yeah liz cambage and and Brittany griner go against each other in the playoffs was incredible that was one of my favorite matchups to watch in the mm-hmm. whole league and it just it sucks that we don't have that anymore and like you know she's also a very charismatic person you know very charismatic personality it i just felt like you know when when the times were good they were good you know and it's just like i don't know i think it's a shame that she hasn't hasn't figured it out hasn't found her way back um you know she took time for mental health reasons which is very important um but i think like part of that journey is supposed to be accountability Mm -hmm. you know i mean we weren't there but there were a lot of witnesses there so it's sad yeah, uh, you know, I think uh, athlete, uh, you know, particularly female athletes, uh, career window is so small. So, you know, when when there's these big chunks taken out of it for reasons that aren't injury and, and that sort of thing, uh, it's it's rough. Yeah. And she's in her early 30s now. So it's like if she wanted to make a comeback at this point, that would be that would be difficult for her to do if she's mm-hmm. not actively training. So anyway, that's the, that's the Liz Cambage update. Pretty wild. 
Yeah, hopefully, you know, she big interview by Taylor Rooks. Shout out Taylor Rooks. Yes. I think, uh, you know, if you're Liz, next interview's got to be with Oprah. <laughs> and then Oprah's just like, who's Liz Cambage? She said what to who? Forget yeah. her. Yeah, Forget Oprah's her. pretty big. Oprah's basically like the Royals or, you know, who is it, Britney Spears? Yeah. Yeah. Something Oprah's, like yeah, like probably her next interview is like Dalai Lama you know what I mean mm-hmm. uh, so now it is time for our badass player of the week now before we start this or get into this we want to acknowledge that Diana Taurasi really is the player of the week 100% week. yeah uh, we, we both sort of came into this podcast being like it's Diana right right and then we went to, <laughs> we went to our backup players <laughs> So shout out Diana. <laughs> well, she scored 42 points to get to the 10,000 mark, but she's also had a, an incredible week. Frey, I don't know if you have those numbers in front of you or not. Um, I, I did. I can in just a second. But yeah, I think she was averaging 28 points, um, 28 points a game um, in, in the last four games. Yeah, here we go. Uh, 28.5 points. Um, shooting 47% from three, uh, and you know, four rebounds, three assists, um, just, yeah, just absolutely balling. And, you know, we, we talked about, uh, the, we talked about the mercury earlier, like how cool is it that a player who's 41 is balling this hard for yeah. a team that's, you know, sort of season is is basically already lost. Like that is that really is like like absolute professional you know behavior. That is really that is just a, such an honorable cool thing. Mhm. Completely agree. Um so we've got some runner-ups cuz we didn't want it to just be Diana. We thought that'd be mm-hmm. too obvious. Uh so Freddie, who who do you got? Uh I got Sabrina. Um I think that uh I think Sabrina is just absolutely balling and, um, you know, big numbers over the last couple games. And they uh, won their game over the, the aces, which was a big deal. Yeah. Like so, some games, some games count more than others. And obviously we had the, you know, the wings win and we had the, um, you know, we had the, uh, the Duana Bonner sort of like just heating up for Connecticut, which was also a really big win. But I think for, you know, I think for the Liberty to sort of blast the aces in the manner that they did really sort of changes the trajectory, um, you know, of the, of the season. And um, I had it here a second ago. Uh, sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my Sabrina stats, but if you want to go, I can pull them up in a second. Sure. Yeah, I've got, got I've got mine open. Um, I'm going with Alyssa Thomas. This week, Alyssa Thomas has been killing it with the Connecticut Sun all season long. But she had a very interesting stat line. I believe this was August 1st. So we missed this for last episode. But this is so cool. I have to mention it uh, this week. And that is she had a 21.20 rebound and 12 assist stat line. And according to NBA.com, oh, she also had three steals. Um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is the only other player to have that stat line in NBA or WNBA history. That's not really cool. 
That's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Thomas has really put together, like, I don't, I, you know, I don't think she is the MVP, but definitely put together like an MVP like season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I, that would light Asia Wilson's fire. Eh? You're talking about how fiery yeah. she was getting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love it. Asia Wilson is for, for like playing on a team, like being the, the like last year's MVP and playing on a team that's only one, only lost three games and being so sort of like, you know, frustrated at the media is really intense. And you, yeah, you got to be happy if you're an Aces fan. Cause you're like, this person is, this person's going to win us a lot of games. If they're that motivated, like talk about not resting on your laurels. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. So my, so Sabrina four wins uh, in her last four games. Um, the Liberty are absolutely on fire. Uh for, again, 47% from three, same as Diana, um, has the highest plus minus uh, uh, in, in that span as well, uh, plus 20, uh, which is pretty incredible. And, you know, five assists, uh, a steal and a half, uh, and, you know, 18.5 points a game. And, you know, you got to think those points were higher, would be higher if the games were closer, right? And it, she's also sharing with Stewie and, and, and Vandersloot and... Um, you know, John Quell. So those are really, really efficient stats. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I, I got to shout out Sabrina. Love it. Um, okay. Freddie, it's your fun question. Okay. Fun questions coming off the heels of, uh, yeah, a bunch of suspensions or sorry, a bunch of fines uh, and actually a suspension um, for uh, uh, Ruthie Hibbard. I think I'm pronouncing that right. From the sky, um, yeah. From the sky for for the sky and the, and the wings uh, on court altercation, um, and it just kind of made me think, Catherine, if you were a player, <laughs> what like what's your version of getting a fine or a suspension? Like, how do how and and why do you lose your cool? This is amazing. Okay, like, what so, does it for you? What tips you off? So, okay, I I interpreted this question slightly differently in that it's just. I I read it as like what would I get fined for, mm-hmm. not like what ticks me off. But I mean, you know, I, I think either counts because, like, yeah, like yeah, what... you know, like what would I get in trouble for? Yes. Is kind of how I interpreted it. And for me, what I think I would get in trouble for is just trying to take advantage of all the perks. So <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I think, like you know, like I would Catherine's be really chilling in the hot tub. Like, yeah, we... like I would, like literally, like oh my god, like I could, I could go out for drinks with friends on like a Friday night, and then be like, why don't we just like take this to the hot tub? You know what I mean? And then we go, we're drunk, we go into the hot tub, and we've turned that into another party, or like just like wrapping up a, a plate of food to take it home. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't like wasting food. You know, give me some of those buffet leftovers, right? Like, I'll bring some tup- I'll bring some Tupperware. You know, there's always some fresh fruit that's going to go off unless someone eats it. You know, yeah. stuff like that. I just think, like, I would be so on top of all the perks. Like, I'm somebody, like, if I'm staying at a hotel, I'm going to use the pool. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm taking the towels, too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Come I'm just, on. I'm that person. So I just feel like, I would stretch that so far that I could you. get fined. Honestly, I'm proud of you for that. Thank you. Um, like when I when I do yeah commercials or I'm I'm on set, 
if when I'm leaving, if there there if there's like a cooler, I don't even care if I don't like the drinks. There could be grape juice in there, and I'm like, what's going on with this grape juice? Anyone bringing it home? Like I will, That's I will. So t- funny. I will take stuff out of the grape cooler. juice. Um, yeah. I don't mind grape juice, but that's the first thing that came to mind. Um, <laughs> my okay, here's how I get in trouble. Uh, I just think about what the like what the what the players in the W have to do, and how organized they have to be. Um, I'm missing a flight. I am absolutely sort of like <laughs> sleeping in. I'm late for a practice. Uh, there's a video session. My ADD's popping off. I'm like, <laughs> I can't focus. You know what I mean? I, I get I get an in team suspension. Like I know some some people, it's like oh, arguing with the refs, talking shit. Me is just it's got to be sort of like a focus based thing. Like, That's so like, funny. Hey Freddie, we practice this play. If I had to keep um, track of all my own flights like that, oh my god, like yeah, even, that'd even be if there's hard. people sort of helping me out, like I I need like I need like I, I need a one on having a bag packed all the time. Oh, it's out of control. I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would a hundred percent like. Yeah, just be, or or you know, I'd just be like, I'd be one of those people on the bench, and the coach is like, "Freddie, you're in," and I'd be like, "What?" And they're like, "You're in." I'm like, "Shit, I gotta tie my shoes." And they're like, "Okay, time out, time out." Freddie didn't tie his <laughs> shoes. You know what I mean? And then the, then the coach would like give like a big speech to everyone, but like, you gotta be ready. That's so funny. Well, there's a reason we're the podcasters, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um freddie thank you so much what a great episode really mm-hmm. lots of lots of drama lots of highs and lows this week yeah uh, full swing. yeah we'll be back next week we're gonna have a a special guest next week mm-hmm. which will be really fun so stay tuned to that thank you everyone uh for joining us this week you can follow us at the pickup WNBA pod on twitter or instagram or wherever you're on social media uh thank you again and uh, we'll catch you next time yeah thanks everyone appreciate it Bye. See ya.